special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, friends. This is Allie. This is Greg. This is Jack. This is John. And this is Bob, and we're from the Rise and Run podcast. You're listening to one of our favorite podcasts featuring two of our favorite people. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Dana, this is a special edition of our show. Yeah, we want to say a very special thank you to this bunch of podcasters that are on our episode this week. We welcome podcasters we love to listen to ourselves on long runs, on short runs, uh, traveling to a runcation, let's say. I was going to say pretty much all my runs. I love spoken word content. Mm-hmm. So we can't get enough of it. And one of the one of the podcasts that we listen to is called the Rise and Run podcast. So we welcome the gang from that show. Hosts, welcome to our show, and thank you for having uh, the time to come on our show. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Yay! It, Good it's, to see you. It's like a it's like a Brady Brunch episode if you're list, yeah, if you are oh, yeah. <laughs> watching in the watching video in feed. the video feed, or if we had if here's we had a story. Three, yes, if we had three more <laughs> squares, maybe or. Hollywood Squares. I would say Hollywood, Hollywood squares, squares and Ooh. Charles Nelson Riley in the center square. Show. It was. Sure was. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to the show. Thank you all for coming on this week. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of spoken word and I love your show. But if you would do us a favor, each of you take just a second to introduce yourselves and tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves individually. Should we start with Bob? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna go we're gonna go alphabetically by height, are we? <laughs> Hiya, friends. I'm Bob. I live not far from Dana and Amy Yeah. in uh, about an hour and a half, maybe two hours north. And I'm a former Army pilot, a former government contractor, a lot of formers in there because now I'm a full-time retired guy. Love run Disney, <laughs> fixing to do my fourth dopey and enjoying. Glad we're here. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Let's see. How Greg. About Greg. Yeah. yeah. 
Hi, everybody. My name is Greg. I live in the suburbs of the greater Philadelphia area. I got into running about, it was about 2012 or so. I was trying to lose weight for uh, my wedding and oddly fell in love with it, even though the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger physical fitness tests from back in the 90s scared oh, yes. the Jesus out of me. It's so odd that I'm a runner now when I'm part of a running podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm super excited to be here. But when I'm not podcasting, I am a video and audio editor for a medical publishing company that focuses a lot in the fields of ophthalmology, optometry, and dermatology. So if you need cataract surgery, I can recommend somebody for you. <laughs> we may have to talk after the show, Greg. Okay. Okay. I, I, I can't do the surgery. I'll, I'll recommend somebody. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Do disclaimer. Want that. Disclaimer. Yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> He'll try. Yeah. It's not like he's not going to give it his best shot. <laughs> he's got a pocket knife. That'd be fine. Yeah. How how bad can it go? And, yeah, pretty pretty bad. And those dulcet tones that you just heard, that's Allie. Allie, tell us about yourself. Hi. Hey, friends. I'm Allie, and I live up in the northern part of the Rise and Run studios in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I started running because I got a chronic illness, and I wanted to try to do something to get myself healthier. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy running and eating. And I especially love eating at Disney World. So this is how I got in with all of these friends. And yeah, outside of that, I do, I roller skate for a living and I do all sorts of fun activities that just bring me joy. So I'm just an all around good time gal. <laughs> roller skating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cross training. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love I loved it as a child of the eighties. Now, Jack. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so my name is Jack. I have been running since twenty eighteen. My first race ever was the Princess Half Marathon at Disney, and I've been so addicted to running that I got into ultras, and I hope to do a one hundred miler next December, which I'm really excited about. And then prior, so I recently just moved to Atlanta somewhat recently. Uh, prior to this move, I was a boat captain at Universal. Very a nice. Book. And so at Atlanta. Atlanta, my old haunt. Oh, so in March, we have to get her to do the Jeff Galloway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Bob, are yeah. you already working on that? You should be. Oh, I'm already working Absolutely, on that with yeah. her. Yes. And John, why don't you bring it home for yeah. us? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? This is John. I'm from North Jersey, if you guys can't tell. I got started running in run Disney and events in 2019 because my friend goes, you can run and there's Star Wars races at Disney. I'm like, okay, uh. sign me up. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so that's how I got started. I'm retired right now. So I'm just being like Bob and doing this podcast thing. Yep. Yeah. Y'all living your best lives mm -hmm. right now. Right. <laughs> Brian, that's right. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, you're man after my own heart. I'm a huge uh, Star Wars. Oh yes, nerd. I and I'll do 13 miles just to get a Star Wars medal. No problem. Uh, <laughs> we miss those races. Uh, oh, we do too. Tell me about it. Not that we don't love Springtime Surprise, and we know the registration is upon us. Oh yeah. Yes. Y'all's. Yeah. Are you all registering? I am. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring, yep. 
Okay, so Greg is Bob. Did you say yes? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm I wish. Yeah. I'm going to actively try to distract myself because I want to <laughs> so bad, but I know that I shouldn't. My pocketbook knows that I shouldn't. This oh year. yeah. We're well aware. We're. The, the, we have the same the temptation. Disney tax is real. <laughs> on. Oh, no yes. Yeah. Yes. But it is absolutely, in a general sense, Disney races experience wise, it's worth the money. But mm-hmm. I understand that completely. So yes. Yep. <laughs> we just need we just need all your listeners to go buy Allie's roller skates. And yeah. Oh. Roller skates. Yes. Yeah. And then you'll be set to run Cation wherever you want. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how did you all get the idea of the show the, for the podcast? How how did that come to fruition? Who's whose brainchild? Yeah, whose brainchild was it? Well, I'll let Bob answer this one because I think he's got the good answer. Yeah. Okay. There there are lots of pieces and parts. It starts. It starts with Facebook. It starts with Facebook groups. It goes to customized training and Zoom calls. But the bottom line is. I, much like Dana, I love listening to spoken word when I'm out running, whether it's a audible book mm. or podcast, Runny Drink, I've listened to on many occasions. But I really love running at Disney, and I really wanted to hear people talking about running at Disney. And I found there was kind of a vacuum there. There are lots of Disney podcasts, really excellent lots of running podcasts, but there really wasn't one that just focused in on running at Disney. And I had met these friends through a variety of places on Facebook. The first one I met in person was Greg. We met at a run outside of Philadelphia. Uh, The others I met at Disney World. We all got together because of one of those common threads One thing we did before we started the podcast is that with the Facebook groups, we had Zoom chats every other week. And these folks here were very active in the Zoom chat. So when I decided, let's give this a go, these are the people, and boy, did did I luck out. I'll tell you, it just, this crew's been awesome. It was great. We're missing two tonight, by the way. We don't want to leave them out. Alicia and Lexi are not here, but I I got lucky. So that's really how it started. I said, let's do this. I I remember we had fun. We we messed around, and I said, we're going to pull the trigger. Let's go. Biggest thing that keeps people from doing podcasts is they never start. I said, let's go. First one's going to (laughs) stink, but we're doing it anyway. And the rest is history. And can you believe our most popular episode is that Thanksgiving episode? I swear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jack, we're, we're only 12 minutes in the recording and you're already throwing shade at me. I love, I love it. No, no, because it's just a quiet, nice little episode. It's just, it's a running joke. It's an inside <laughs> I love joke. You, Jack. <laughs> love you. It's an inside joke. We, we have six, one for We were six episodes in. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. Six episodes yeah. in and something happened on Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. It's our lowest ranking episode of all time, and we don't really know why, but it's become this running joke that it's everyone's favorite episode. (laughs) Even though it's one of our most heartfelt episodes. It really is. We were so thankful for a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know what our lowest ranking episode would be. (laughs) I I don't know. It's it's always a tough one when you start 
pushing episodes out around the holidays, though. That is yeah, true. That's and, it. That's and, right. And you go, mm, how's this going to go? And mm-hmm. when we do video, we used to be a video podcast before Wait. we went to audio Back only. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and that was special, <laughs> trying to get those edited and out and oh, uh, I'll bet. around the holidays, especially. Ooh. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how long have you guys been podcasting and in, in any in 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 your current iteration or in any other proto forms before this like how when did you guys start first episode was released october 22nd 2021 i remember it because that's my wedding anniversary but we weren't recording that night i okay but that's when we released <laughs> we give greg takes a couple of days to edit and that thing went out then so yeah, we've done 99 episodes. We'll do number 100 this week. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Yeah. So, as of this, as of the night that we are recording this, we we've lost track, I think. We have the official count and then we have some mm-hmm. other things that were thrown in. So we had our yes. episodes and then we have what we call quick bites. Yes. So mm-hmm. those don't really count, but they count. Sure they count, sure. <laughs> but Our you man. guys have been at this oh Four or five years? Going on seven. Going on your seven. Seven. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of running. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's appropriate, but I remember when I met you two the first time. Oh, tell Uh, the story, Bob. Yes, it's appropriate. It was at at Jeff's. It was the first time I did Jeff's run in person. And they had, I missed this. They had an after the 5K, there's a brewery. Right at the finish line, nearly. It's maybe 200 yards away finish line. Orpheus Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. And they would sell tickets and for, I don't know, it was was a fair price. I forget what it was. And you got three brews or I forget, but it was nice. And we'd all head up there after the, uh, after the 5k. And, oh, it was nasty weather. Remember, we're all bundled up. Everybody's got their clothes. Cold and raining. Yeah. They look at their layers shoved in a corner somewhere. They Oof. were wet. Yes. And uh, I know neither Amy nor Dana at that point, but it was Jeff's fifth anniversary run, I believe. And here they here they come. They've got microphone and camera, I think. Mm-hmm. Said, oh yes. Hey, leave a message for Jeff for his fifth run. Fifth I said. Okay. okay. <laughs> He was so nice. Some people were like, you're going to put a camera in my face? No, thank you. <laughs> see, that's probably what got this podcast started. See, you got, you, you lit the fire in me with that little interview right there. Oh, Aww. it was before. Yeah. Now that, that you say how long time. you've been going, that's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's but, true. Uh, and then we've met several times since. Yes. Yeah. Good times. Good times, good times. Okay. Your podcast is available everywhere, I imagine. Spotify and Apple Podcasts and right. all of the things. All of the, what do you call them? Podcatchers. Podcatchers. Right? Okay. <laughs> so we want to know, what is a great long run episode? We're headed out there. We're doing something approaching a dopey length run. What is a good long-run episode of your show, and why is that the one you would choose for us to download and go out the door with? Well, I got one. I really episode 88 
which was when Martinez Evans came on for his book. And I love it because it just keeps me motivated the whole time. Mm. And he just talks about what it is to be a runner, how everyone should be inclusive in the run community and how to motivate yourself, what some mantras you can tell yourself as you're running, what to do if you hit walls, and just all the different things, all the different layers that you need to get yourself to the finish line. And I love that, as especially like going into, like you said, a dopey or something like that. Mm. As you start to hit those long runs, 10 miles and up, you start to question where you are in your training and what your motivation is. <laughs> You're like, why mm-hmm. am I doing this to myself? Yes. <laughs> you do need a, like having a little spark of inspiration mm-hmm. to keep you going. So that's why I, I chose that one. So Martin is Evans, he does three, what 300 is it? 300 pounds and running. 300 pounds yep. and running. Yes. Okay. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's an awesome. He's like a brand new author and he's an awesome coach, run coach. If you don't know him, definitely check him out because he oh, is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I I will take this question from the most literal sense possible just because (laughs) I want to be able to provide the best long run. Our longest episode (laughs) is episode 55. It comes in at just under two hours and 40 minutes long. Wow. Yeah. The rewind episode with Brittany Charbonneau. No. So this episode had a little bit of everything, which I also, why I think it's a really good episode. It has controversy, so it has a little bit of drama. <gasps> oh, talk, I know what this is. We talked about, that was the week Run Disney dropped the fact that they were going to do the virtual queue for the first oh. day of the Expo merch. Oh, okay. yeah. So first day we, only. we had a little internal debate about that, whether or not we thought it was a good idea or not. Then we had our friends Chris Twiggs and Chris Turner who talked to Galloway Pacers mm-hmm. for the Run yeah. Disney event. So that was super, super insightful. Mm-hmm. And then similar to what we're doing right now is, Grant, maybe you were the inspiration as to where Bob came up with this idea. We started talking to other podcasters that we listened to on our long runs. And we had Mike Rallman on oh. from the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes. Yes. So, and of course, he's a fantastic interview as mm-hmm. well. So when you pieced all of those things together, you have two hours and 40 minutes of a half marathon of oh running gosh. entertainment. I remember this episode. I think it episode. probably six hours to edit that one. Yes, yeah, I remember the controversy <laughs> of the queue. And Mike is always a great uh, interview on any episode, yeah. wherever yeah. he is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. fantastic. You know, so. Guys, when we started out, we targeted 45 minutes per episode. I was going to ask you what your general yeah. We goal. targeted 30 to 45 because it falls in with the Galloway weekday runs. We Makes thought sense. this would be a good time. That lasted about three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now <laughs> what's your, what? I know you know the statistic probably if you're going through everything. What is your average length? I, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but a, a good guess. I'm in the ballpark with an hour 45. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Okay. And how do you normally break down your episodes? Is there a format that you, yeah. for those who haven't listened and need to listen? Yeah, there, there is. We typically begin, being the professional podcasters we are, we begin with the A block. <laughs> we, we chat amongst ourselves. We'll have a topic. Sometimes we go a while, sometimes we don't. We usually have a feature interview, and that's been a lot of fun. We've made so many great friends. I know you do that, too, and it's Mm -hmm. it's fantastic. We catch up on odds and ends. 
we do what we call a race report. All of our friends tell us where they've been racing, what they've been doing. We go through and we report on all that and we pick one of them out for a spotlight. We, that's, we picked that up about halfway through. I think we've had about 50, close to 60 race report spotlights now. Where we just we grab one of our random uh, listener friends and ask them to come on and talk about the run they did last week. Yeah. So that's kind of our format there. It's a, mm-hmm. a A block interview, race report, race report spotlight, and happy running. It's a winning formula. I yes, I love it. I love it. So if that is if if these are your suggestions for a long run, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about a pre race episode. Any suggestions for the best pre-race episode of your show? And Give why? us that juice. Give us the juice. I got your juice. Jack I has got the your juice. Because <laughs> you know what? We don't talk about Bruno. Episode 22 out there. Oh, my gosh. You want <laughs> oh, some yeah, Disney one. scandal? Woo-hoo-hoo. That one's a fun one. So yeah, episode 22? I think so. Yeah, I looked yeah, at that. It was 22, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's early on, yeah. I was checking my phone, make sure. (laughs) So we had an episode where someone's bib got stolen at the expo and she came on and explained what happened. And the story is crazy from start to finish. And it's just a joy to listen to. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. And it's all this run Disney insider stuff. And it's just really crazy. I think it would give you, you'd get in the frame of mind to travel for your race. And you'd be like, okay, when I go to the expo and I pick up my bib, uh, what? Yeah. Am, how what am I? Security. <laughs> what, Let's yeah, talk about what security. Not exactly. What not to do. It's Don't like put it down, right? the lesson, the example. <laughs> right. right? You got it. So now Jack had one. Did anybody else in the crew have a good pre-race episode? Or that is the hallmark, you're saying? I, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, Greg. No, you go ahead. I, I would have to say, and, and this is one of our most downloaded episodes. Oh, ever. I, that's and, and I you know what you're going to talk about. And this doesn't apply to everybody, but we had the balloon ladies on. Yay. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those things where there are just so many myths and legends out there about the balloon ladies. And the fact, and, and, and just, it, it rips our hearts apart that there are so many people in our community, you know, the, 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 I'm just talking the general run Disney community. Who are just literally terrified of these beautiful, beautiful ladies. And we wanted to have them on to be able to get the answer straight from the horse's mouth about mm. what their purpose is and how wonderfully motivating they are. And, mm. and being able to dispel those rumors and offer the advice and again, just get everyone on the straight and narrow so that even if you do come across them in the run, as long as you keep up with them, you're going to be okay. And it's one of those things where we want to have them back you know, so often because they're such wonderful people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things where what else would we talk about? Because they do serve you know, a, one purpose, but it's an important purpose. But if you wanted to hear about the logistics and needing that information for those of us who are back of Packers, it's a great episode to listen to. And also for those people out there that like to costume at races, yeah. it is not funny. No. To yes. costume as the balloon ladies. So I'm just, just going to put that out there. It's not funny. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That's frowned upon. <laughs> mm. Bob, were you going to, is that exactly what you were going to say or were you going to say something different? Well, no, I wasn't. That's a great, that's a great pick, Greg. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to go back to Allie's episode where she talked about Martinez. Mm-hmm. And mm. Just because he's such a positive, motivational, he's so energetic and encouraging. That That's the one for me that I would play pregame. But mm-hmm. Allie, Allie had a good point, too, when yeah. she brought it up earlier. For oh, sure. yeah. Anytime you can listen to Martinez's buttery, baritone voice doing anything, <laughs> it is a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have multiple episodes with him on it as well. We had him on twice as, as a guest. So we were able to very luckily have his, he's so positive and he's such a wonderful, like, again, if you haven't heard of him or if anyone who's listening hasn't heard of him yet, go now to <laughs> those episodes and listen <laughs> to him. He's great. The other one you can't top is we had Jeff Galloway on right before Marathon oh. Weekend uh, last year. Oh, yeah. And he gives all the tips. There's last minute marathon tips and advice. You can't go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with it. Any episode with Jeff is a positive, uplifting, gets you in the mood to participate in any race weekend. It does not matter. The last time we had him on the show was he had been out of the hospital from his Mm -hmm. cardiac events and Mm -hmm. was on the mend. And he was talking about his phenomenal, his time at uh, Peachtree. Yeah, his time at Peachtree, right. and uh, then the movement of his race from one from that cold December when we first met Bob <laughs> to St. Patrick's Day. All yeah, of a when sudden. it's nice and warm. Yeah, and we can't wait to get back to that. We need to make up for missing that this year. So, oh, you missed it this year? Yeah, we were sick. I yeah. I'm sorry that you were sick. I, I got a bout of norovirus. Was, yeah, that oh, was I'm sorry not fun. about that. Yeah. But they moved it to that nice warm March day where it was 19 degrees when we started. <laughs> it was so warm, right? What were you going to do with the humidity? Did you have those towels from the Run Disney I, races? I <laughs> have you no get? idea what to do. Listen, as long as it's not a, a typical Atlanta spring where you can see the green mist in the air, mm-hmm. I'll, I'm fine. Uh, that's, that's Your allergies say thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anybody else have this problem? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you have tissues in every pocket? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Just all taste of the all pollen. the things. All the things. <laughs> Just taste the pollen. See the pollen. Do the pollen. What? Okay. So, what episode would you say gets somebody hooked? Okay. I see you have Bob. How many episodes, Bob? Greg? How many episodes in total? Do you 99. have 99 and you're coming to 100? So if I look at 99 and I get overwhelmed and I'm like, oh, okay, I just need to choose one to see if this podcast is my thing, what will it be? Mm. Obviously, it's a Thanksgiving Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It's Go Jack's ahead. choice, right? <laughs> Jack, you I, had something. Yeah. It's our shortest episode. I looked, it's 31 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. If you want to get an episode that really, truly gets you hooked, go for, I know I keep saying the earlier episodes, I love our newer ones too, but our first time having Brittany Charbonneau on, Mm -hmm. it's episode 15, and she was talking about winning all four of the races at Mm. Disney during marathon weekend. It was just magical. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I almost picked that one myself too, because she's an awesome, funny, (laughs) wonderfully motivational guest too. Yep. No, uh, me, me three as well too. We just had her on. She was our guest on episode ninety nine. Right. Oh. And one of the things that that we always tell her about is, and I think why we have such a special bond with her is because I think it was the first time 
in the podcast history that we were nervous as a collective group. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember, I, I, I can vividly remember it. I had I chatted with everybody and I was sitting on the Magic Kingdom ferry going back to the TTC, crafting this Instagram message to this world-class athlete who just made <laughs> Run Disney history and were barely 10 episodes in. And I'm like, she's never going to respond to us. And darn it, she did. She mm-hmm. came on the very next week when we were all back. And again, there was those nerves setting in of, okay, we made sure that we had all of our ducks in a row with the questions that we were going to ask and making sure that we had her credentials right because she's a North Face athlete mm. and was three minutes into the interview that we knew she was exact. She was just one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was from that moment on, we've just had this special bond. And every time she's on, she always has something so profound to say that yeah. positively impacts all of us and our community that she is your hook, line, and sinker. She's so wonderful because like she, okay, so these guys actually surprised me with Brittany coming on when I had run the Lake Sonoma 50 miler and she had won it, won that same race that same day. And I was like, she's like the sweetest person and the most kindest person you will ever meet. And her stories are so good. Yeah, for sure. I had a different take on it. I went with, because I love, and Jack, we say this all the time too, is I love the episodes that we're on together where we don't have a guest and it's just Mm. us talking Mm. because we laugh so hard and we just like goof off so hard. So I went with the Ask Us Anything episode 50. Yeah. Where we yeah. we just went off the rails like being silly. And that stuff to me is that's who we are. We chat all day, every day, and we just are really great friends. And I love those ones that kind of show like our friendship together. Your connection mm-hmm. as a group. It's always yeah. nice. Yeah. It's always nice. We've never done an ask me anything. I don't no, we, ask us anything. I mean, would it go off the rails, do you think? It probably would. We've done enough kind of <laughs> We take whatever questions come our way during our live stream. That's so, true. That's so fair. They, yeah. And those tend to go off the rails, especially yeah. if we yeah. go later. That's true. <laughs> and if you give me hot sauce. I'm going to go. Can I go one more direction, Amy? And yes. I'm cheating a little bit. Yes. I, I listen to all of our episodes. I, I'm sure you do on yours also. Mm-hmm. You pick up on things. After Marathon Weekend this year, 2023, we had three episodes. I know you asked which one. We had three episodes in a row that. If some first-timers ask me, what should I listen to to get to episode 69, we had the marathon winner on. Mm. Katie, I, I can't remember her last name. Oh, it starts with a G. Yeah. Cardula. Yeah. Katie yeah. Cardula. Awesome interview. Episode 70, we had Taryn on. Yeah, she's uh, wonderful. Ta- Taryn was what well, Taryn is a run Disney enthusiast. We didn't know it. Taryn was a fan of the episode before we got in touch with her, of the uh, podcast before we got in touch with her. So she was excited. She's a former WWE wrestler. Is it WWE, John? Did I get that she right? She was more in, she was TNA, who was probably her bigger events, but yeah. So she's a former professional wrestler. She's a professional stunt woman, and she was just delightful. 69, we had the marathon winner. 70, we had Taryn. 71, we had an episode we called Conquering Cancer, where we mm-hmm. have a, a cancer survivor with us, and then a, a young woman, a friend of the podcast, who, and this, I talk about motivational. Mm. This young woman knew she had breast cancer, knew she needed surgery, told the docs, nope, 
I'm running dopey first. And the docs said, when is that? And they said, okay, we can do that. It's only a couple more weeks. We can do that. So she shows up at the hospital. She's got her six medals. They're ready to roll her into the operating room. They say, well, we need to find some place to put these. And Jennifer's her name. Jennifer says, oh, I don't think so. They're coming with me. <laughs> so those, those three episodes, back to back to back, I'm really proud of those three. Mm-hmm. Would you say you've already, would you say all of you have already talked about what your favorite interview that you've ever done would be? Because you have highlighted some big ones. Not quite. No? No. No. And it's pretty clear. Episode 54, we had the Run, Eat, Drink podcast crew on. Come on. Exactly. (laughs) Come on. on. Oh. Uh. Which we absolutely loved doing. I was going to say, thank heavens for low standards. I oh, swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. That was easy. That was a no-brainer. <laughs> why, um, why would we possibly be out. your favorite episode, really? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the other ones that we had were fun were behind the scenes, and the gang know, knows about these. Oh, uh, oh yes. And I, don't yeah. have, I don't have these episode numbers in front of me, but... Carissa and John were with us not that long ago. Ah, it was a little while ago. It was during the run season. Mm. And and Riley was supposed to be there too. Oh. Riley couldn't get in. Technical problems. We tried recording on Zoom. We tried, we tried everything. Riley couldn't get in. Aww. So for 30 minutes, we chatted with Carissa and John while Riley's trying to get in. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We enjoyed that. The other one... We had a crew, golly, was there, you remember, Jack, how many did the, oh, um, it was five or six of them. It was, it was five and it technically right. six because there was, Chad was pacing. Chad, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, Chad's files didn't upload for some reason, but oh. uh, Dean, Jamie, Adam. Tony. Uh, Tony and Chris Twiggs. Yep. And they talked about the Keys 100 this last <laughs> May. Oh my God. It was a horribly hot day. Doesn't that sound like one you want to get out there and you want to do it, right? <laughs> you want to do an ultra? I'll, That's the one. I'll tell you, Twigs Oof. won't do it. He won't do it again. Oh, Chris, his Chris story will, is so funny, though. He will not do it again. <laughs> yeah. But what was really fun was after we pressed the stop button, and we had him on for 45 minutes. After we pressed the stop button, then they cut loose. <laughs> oh, man, we wish we had that stuff. Sometimes that happened. Oh, I wish we had it. And they said, what? We don't want this stuff going out. That was a yes. fun one also. Yeah. Oh, Dean, Dean's favorite, hysterical oh, anyway. So go ahead. No, I, I love him. We talked with Dean about the Keys 100. Oh, yeah. And oh, <laughs> oh boy. No, no, no. No. He's, no. Reg- he's registered for next year. You know. I know. I saw that. I saw his post about he that. Is, I'm like, yeah. really? I'm yep. a glutton for punishment. Absolutely. Huh? No. It's an experience I think no other in Ultra mm-hmm. would be. And in the keys, um, really I love hot. the uh, really yeah. hot, but I love the oh. keys though. Oh, yeah, I believe absolutely they're gorgeous. But yeah. uh, that particular weekend, I think it was the hottest 100 they'd run. Yeah, <sighs> and it was it Jamie's fourth time tr- attempt, fourth attempt or fifth attempt? It's multiple times. Here. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, yeah. This was his first time finishing. Too. And he made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember him amazing. talking about that, mm-hmm. Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I okay. We must turn to topics of running 
eating and drinking since that mm-hmm. is our dick namesake, <laughs> if you will. Had a show, yeah, yeah. We have a show like that. It kind of in the title. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's on uh, brand. It's a it's a thing. It's yeah. brancationing is a thing. It. What is for each of you? What is a can't miss destination race? And it d- doesn't have to be run Disney. Of course, it can no. be, but er. whatever, whatever comes to mind. Something that the run, the members of the Runcation Nation community should look into, putting on their bucket list. Well, That's- I thought for running, eating, and drinking, there's nothing yeah. that you can. There's nowhere you can go that's like New Orleans. So for me, that's my favorite spot to go runcation run in. New Orleans. Is there a specific Mm -hmm. race there? I did. God, what's that one with the rock and roll? That's the one that I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rock and roll. uh, I did the half. Someone did a full. um, And I used to live in New Orleans. And so it was really nice to be able to run in my old neighborhood and Mm. run through all of these parts of the city that you don't normally get to run all the way through and it goes through the entire city pretty much it's pretty awesome i don't know specifically if that one's still running anymore but there's definitely a lot of different runs during that time i just would avoid the summertime 100 percent, 100 percent hot and humid much like florida boy it's humid mm-hmm. <laughs> yes who else has got a destination jack are you I've ran at Disney a lot. I've started going to other races too, but I feel like I'm still needing to expand my horizons a little bit. Mm. So this year I'm like, I'm running the Las Vegas half marathon with rock and roll. I'm looking into the lot to the rock and roll DC half marathon in March. But if I had to recommend one, you don't necessarily have to be an ultra runner for this. I, I, yeah, I'm just gonna say Lake Sonoma 50 Mm -hmm. miler was my ultimate favorite race outside of disney probably pretty close second to chicago uh, marathon Mm. but i will say with like sonoma you don't have to run an ultra there is a marathon distance as well and you know you get to see the same exact route as the 50 miles because the 50 miles just do a there and back you just have to go to a there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't have no back and (laughs) it's some of the most gorgeous scenery i think i've ever like been able to run through Ooh. Very nice. Okay, and so you had a, you had a delicacy during that race too that you had never <gasps> had before as well. Oh yeah! So get this, you guys. I had <laughs> at the aid stations. I had my first peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> like your first ever. Yeah, ever? because as a kid, I for whatever reason I didn't like the idea of peanut butter, so I never put it with my jelly sandwiches. So I have. Well, my you jelly had jelly sandwich. sandwiches. I've had jelly sandwiches. So sometimes when I was a kid and we went to McDonald's, I did to me, I was like, I don't like McDonald's, even though I never had it. So then my mom and dad would just bring me a jelly sandwich while they go eat their McDonald's. No peanut butter. I love that so no much. I've never butter. heard of a jelly sandwich before. <laughs> the combination of peanut butter and jelly, I will say, not a fan, but yeah. they do what they need to do for races. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is very except, true. Except when they're a little dried up. Because that was an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know when you get like one of those goos or, and it's just like a, yeah, a yeah. cake flavor. Yeah. And you just, it's. It, it's hard to swallow and almost warm going down. Yeah. Jack, I'm going to say, <laughs> give them a shot. Uncrustables. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I should pack that for my next one. You freeze, just saying. freeze them. Yeah. And, and then take them out of the freezer. Yeah. They're great on a run. They are. 
That it sounds- is true. Yeah, they're a good ratio. They're not dry. Mm-mm. They're definitely like a good amount of jelly. And I think it would Important. be solid. Yeah. 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 John, you have a must-do destination? Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Though? Which one? Which race? Actually, the best race weekend is marathon weekend. Yes. I don't know how to explain it. You just It's just the excitement that the, the people... Mm. It's just the best one I've, I've been at. So I've, I've never did Princess, so I can't say that. But out of everything else, this Fair. was the one. Yeah. Is, is that opinion shared unanimous, unanimously? Oh, yeah. Or? If I had to choose the race, Marathon Weekend would be the race. But if I had to choose a non-Disney race, it, it would be like Sonoma. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Marathon Weekend's a vibe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's magical. <laughs> Greg? For- for me, it's actually the race that I have coming up next. And that is the oh. Bird in Hand Half Marathon. Oh, September. Uh, yeah. In, <laughs> it, yeah, in Lancaster County. It, it definitely checks off the run and eat boxes. Not necessarily the drink because oh. I, I don't think the Amish are big drinkers. <laughs> but no. it, it is one of those things where I have I've been kicking myself because, again, I've been running for over a decade now. And I only discovered this race personally three years ago. And it is such a sense of community, not only for just the town of Burdenhand, but also Lancaster County, but then from our community in terms of Run Disney mm-hmm. and beyond, it is just a mixture of, of so many different melting pots. And the fact that I, I learned about through Coach Twigs mm-hmm. and the Galloway Customized Training Program, the fact that Chris himself drives up from Jacksonville for that race, We've, we had several people coming from Atlanta and like the DC area. And, and now for this year, the fact that we have just waxed poetic about this race on the podcast for the last two years, there is such a large contingent of people between um, the extra mile podcast, yes. which is the ones who, who have really put this race on the map. You throw the Galloway customized training program in there. Now you have, Rise and Run talking about it. It's just, uh, Bob ran it with me last year. Him and his wife flew up for it. It is extremely picturesque. Mm. The fact that there's barely any power lines on the race. It just, it goes to just. Wait, you like a race you, without power lines? Yeah, I know, I know. It, 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 it's, funny, <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> but this race has everything. It's got cornfields, hills, cows, camels. <laughs> Um, but then the best one of the best parts about it though is the post race spread. They put on they have these massive tents and they do a traditional Amish barbecue. And it doesn't matter if you're registered for the race or as John can tell you, you just come as a spectator. Everyone is welcome to this picnic. And between the ribs and the sausage and the chicken and, and everything that it is just these are like when you finish a really long run, that first thing you eat is the most glorious thing you have ever tasted. <laughs> yeah. True. That with salty Amish meats and it's a marriage made in heaven. Then you get some shoe fly pie at the end and it's just awesome. So yeah, if, if your listeners are looking for an early fall rate, or I should say late summer race technically, and you live up here in the Northeast, definitely check out Bird and Hand. That was, we were supposed to run that one I know. last year. I know. Yes. And we had to, to forego it, forego that one. So yes. that one's on our list. Yes. Right, next year. Yes. It's a good one. Yes. <sighs> we're thinking 2024. Yeah. 2024 will be 
the, because we hear the metal. I don't know what shoe fly pie is, but I would love to know. I've heard potato salad is classic there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very well, good. And, I, and actually the, the one thing, and, and I, I know this is maybe a question we might talk a little bit down the road, is what's so unique about it is the metal is yes. a horseshoe. Yeah. Yes. They they come up with these little placards and they weld them onto an actual horseshoe. So everybody's race medal is technically a different size, which is hysterical because I, I put my two horseshoes next to each other and completely different sizes from year <laughs> to year. And then what's and even funnier as well, too, is they also partner with the Garden City Half Marathon, which I think happens in March. And if you do those two races together, you get this special award. It's called the Golden Apple Award. And there is a whole thing about it in their race program. And this is no joke. Because of all the horse and buggies around, they go and they collect the manure and they clean it up and then they bronze it and they stick it on a plaque. So if you do this, those two races in the same year, you get the Golden Apple Award. And my friend Nate, who paced me the first year, was even though this course is one of the hilliest courses I've ever been on, it's actually my half marathon course. And when he was telling me about this award, I'm like, hmm, you know, so you really do give two shits about this race. <laughs> and and I, figuratively and literally. And he goes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Okay, I have so many questions. Yes, um, right. Go d- ahead. Is this, you said it's cleaned up. Is it crafted to be in the shape of an apple before they bronze? I have not earned it, but so no, you don't know. I saw them sitting on the table. They're, it's not exactly like an apple. No. No. I think they call them road apples. I road think apples. That's, yeah, road apples. that's where yeah. it comes from. Yeah. Where it comes from. Yeah. Gotcha. So it has nothing to do with apples. Really. No, not really. No. Okay. Uh-huh. We have so many questions about this race weekend that we should definitely do it. It's a good one. It's a very it's an excellent destination race. But we have to train for more hills than we have in South Florida though, right? It's very similar to Jeff's race in Atlanta in terms of hills. Okay, that's okay. not too bad. How's the time limit? Mm, it's generous. I don't know what it is, but it's generous. Okay. As long as we can make it to the party with the food that has been so aptly exactly. described here today. Bob, do you agree or do you have a different choice? I think of those that I know of, I think Greg made a great choice. That would mm-hmm. be one. And hey, guys, these, we got a couple excellent ones right here. We Gasparilla do. is oh. definitely a destination run. If you're not in the Tampa, in the bad part of Gasparilla is. It's the weekend of the princess runs at Disney yes. World. But yeah, they run Every four races. Year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They run four races. It's right along Tampa Bay. Beautiful run. Yes. Great, great expo. It is. That yeah. expo's gotten better and better over Every the years. Year. And I'm with you. I think it's one of the best races you can come to in Florida. Yeah. The, the, I think the worst part of it, you said it's the the conflict with the Disney race. The worst part mm-hmm. for me is the fact that you have no idea what to plan for the weather. That is true. It, yeah. Fair. It could we've, be either way. We've run it in absolutely every condition. Yeah. Rain and humid and hot and just like freezing. Yeah. doesn't matter. So it's the weather. It's the weather. Yeah. Okay. So... 
after the running is done, we've heard a little bit about what you might like to explore in terms of eating. So it doesn't have to be from the race that you have named as the must-do. But if there is a must-do favorite meal from any race weekend, make our listeners hungry. Make them hungry. What should we go get? Where is it? It's that little tin of cheese that's in the box after the Disney run. The plastic the cheese. cheese. The plastic the, cheese. The plastic cheese. Wasn't there a very big controversy once where they oh, took yeah. out the cheese? For about there was a no year. Cheese. For about a year, they replaced it with hummus. Yeah. They cut the cheese. <laughs> they cut the cheese. Very good. <laughs> but and no, no joke. It was three or four races. I, I don't remember specifically. Yes. It was in the middle of a season Terrible. that they went from the cheese to the hummus. No. I take the blue box. I get on the bus. I'm with my wife. I open it up, and the cheese is back. And I literally, yes! <laughs> and the funny thing is, the people in the area knew exactly what I was talking about. It's the cheese. <laughs> the cheese is back. The cheese is returned. We were sitting at the after party in the, in the reunification area, and- we were hearing people talking about the fact the cheese was back. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. love it. Now we need to get the chips back because digging that cheese out with the pretzels isn't quite working. Yeah, no. But re- real answer, I'm going to go Disney, and I don't really have a go-to post-race meal, but I really like trying to get myself to a brunch somewhere. Art Smith, oh. wonderful brunch. Boma over in the Africa area. Oh, we've never been. Oh, you've not done breakfast at Boma? No. Oh, yeah. I'll stop right there. I'll drop the mic. That's a great place. Yeah. What do they have? Yeah. They say it's a breakfast buffet, but they also have some African favorites there. And I don't know what they are, but they're quite good. And the roast ham, roast pork. It's, it's just a, a really lovely buffet spread there. If you're a meat so, eater, you will love this, is what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah. But there's more than that. Mm. It's, yeah, it's excellent. It, it used to be for Becky and I, it used to be our go to last meal at Disney World before we drove away when oh. we were down there for a weekend. Mm. But yeah, that's a good one. Art Smith and Boma. Okay. All right. John, what would you say? Yeah, I like to, like, I go back to the room. I just have like a, one of those breakfast sandwiches from the food court. That's my thing. But at night, after like the race weekend's open over, it's I like to go to Germany, eat the buffet there. You know, brats mm. and beer can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we've had Disney destinations so far. Allie, what would you do? I am always going to continue on the Disney destinations and say I like to go to the Polynesian and Greg has joined me before, but I would like to invite everybody here to also join us sometime for the Polynesian Breakfast Club. And we just head on we just head on over to the Polynesian and you have a couple different options. So you can go to the Kona Cafe and you can get yourself some Tonga toast, Ooh. which is basically like a French toast cube that is coated in sugar and deep fried with a fruit compote on top or you can also get like a caramel drizzle i like to get the loco moco which is it's kind of like a rice dish with it's a vegan dish the way they do it but it's a sausage gravy on top and then they add some pico de gallo 
and some just egg. And it's just like all the things I want to eat after a raise. But you can also go to Captain Cook's and get a bunch of different breakfast options there too. So then we just take those and we sit on the beach and we listen to Hawaiian music and look at the Magic Kingdom. And it's just a really nice thing to do after the race weekends. Yes. We just got also, back you, from... Also, you can get coffee and oh. bring it too. They have a Joffrey's there at the mm. Polynesian. Yeah, we just got back from the Poly a couple mm. of weeks ago. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. I'm going to keep riding the Polynesian train. Oh, uh, okay. But I'm going to shift from breakfast to lunch. Th- th- this has been a go-to staple for me and my family the last couple of trips that we've gone. And because... To be honest, we're not the biggest fans of quick service in Magic Kingdom. Polynesia is where we own our DVC, so we'll just either take the boat or the monorail over to the Poly, go to Captain Cook's. They have this plate of pulled pork nachos. Oh, yeah. That oh. are like wonton chips and potato chips, and then they have pulled pork, pineapple, salsa, and then it's like drizzled with a like a spicy mayo on top. It is the true definition of chef's kiss. That's that's one of my favorite things to get. Very nice. Oh, I like it. Have not had that. We need to have that. Yeah. Now we have to go back. (laughs) Jack, what do you got for us? Yeah. John took mine. So I've been sitting here trying to think through, there's so many restaurants. Okay. I'm going to, so besides beer garden, uh, I would choose um, Le Cellier over in Canada because their steak is so good and their mushroom risotto with it. Mm. Ooh. It is really hard to beat Le Cellier. It is. It really yeah. is. It's so good. I, there was a big debate here about Le Cellier versus the Yachtsman. Oh, yes. For a long I've time. I've never been to the Yachtsman. There was a time I would have put the yachtsman above. I, anymore, I think post pandemic, I think Le Cellier's is now the winner, or at yeah. least has pulled yeah. ahead. I think <laughs> it's yeah. Good calls though. Yeah, and if I put out a drink there that you can get at multiple <gasps> locations around Disney property, the magical star, my friends, you really need to go out there and try it. It's so wonderful, and it comes up with a light up cube. I mean, how cute and cool <laughs> is that? Well, what is that? I don't know that one, Jack. Jack, can I you tell us either. about it? So it's nice and fruity, but I, <laughs> I, I don't, <laughs> I don't drink too often, but it's quite. It's just a nice and fruity drink. Although, oh, do you guys know the little restaurant on the lake in Coronado? Uh, oh, Three Bridges? Three Bridges. Three, three Bridges. Yeah, three bridges. Yeah. I will also put out there, if you're looking for some drinks, their sangria flight is really good. It's like only $22, $23 for four um, glasses of sangria. It's really good. It's a good tip. And also, what is it? Their corn dip? Their corn, oh, yeah, that corn, corn dip, dip is oh my to die for. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's just, <laughs> shut up, let's have some more. Get your own. <laughs> so Get your own. So good. That's all I'm saying. So Jack okay. started to talk about beverages. Beverages, yes. Yeah. So I was going to ask, now, th- this might be great Disney insider information. So if you guys, you don't have to keep it to Disney, but if you do, what are some of your favorite indulgent beverages that you guys like to indulge in post-race? For me, no, I will say... Drinking and run Disney, I actually didn't really start doing that until this past springtime surprise. And it was actually 
It was in line for a drink when I first met the two of you for the first time at Springtime Surprise. I got the pineapple cider that they always have. Oh, yes. And that is really, really delicious. I have yet to cross a finish line with beverage in hand. Mm -hmm. So I hope in the next couple of years I can change that. But I would say my other go-to. And I'm not even going to try it because I would butcher the name. But And and granted, I know the alcohol level on it is very, very low. But that that grapefruit beer that they serve, oh, in the Schopperhofer, yeah, yeah, that that just hits the spot after you know, like d- immediately after run. Now, go back to your resort and relax for a little bit. Then I, I'm probably going to go out and look for some type of old fashioned oh. or, or or get you know. Bob has treated me to a margarita from Chosa Day Margarita. I still need to get the Neil Patrick Harris one. I think that's the next one on my bucket list that I want to get. But mm. yeah, but, but definitely the, those two f- fruity beers for sure. Schaffer Hopper is a favorite of ours. Oh, yeah. It's low ABV, I think 3%. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Is where it comes in. But a great hot weather beer, great mm-hmm. post run. Not going to mm-hmm. knock you yes. on your butt. No, so. yeah. and if you're looking for, and what is it? A, it was a smoked Manhattan that we had at Shulis? Yes, smoked yeah. Manhattan. So good. But I, I mean, I, I've already told my wife that when our, once our ADR is open up for Marathon Weekend, similar to what John and Jack have already talked about, mm-hmm. I want my victory meal this Marathon Weekend to be going to Beer Garden, ah! just eating pretzel bread and beer cheese soup and, and, and getting <laughs> grapefruit beer. I will be a happy, happy camper. Sounds Ooh. amazing. Oh, yes. Yes. So now let's see. I, w- we have talked to Greg about this. We have, we have, I, I, Jack, do you, is that the one that you would say you kicked us off without us asking the question? For, uh, yeah, I was to yeah. my answers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John, would you say beer is the beverage of choice? Actually, it's uh, vitamin T is the vet beverage of choice. Uh, oh. I like to go to get uh, like some tequila at uh, La Cava Tequila. Oh, yes. So nice choice. Get, trying to get in there now is a little tough. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You can't. Patience, I guess. Oh. Hey, they might start offering lightning lanes for La Cava. You know, you never know. <laughs> would you pay? Hey, an individual lightning lane. Right? They would them. make so much money. Would you pay for an individual lightning lane for La Cava del Tequila? It's only the cost of a margarita. Right? No. no. <laughs> Bob no. would say no. Bob, what would you do? What, what I like would? it. For, I like that place. I do. I do, too. And in the same light, you know the American Pavilion needs a bourbon bar? Yes. Yes. Oh, 100%. You know, that's the national spirit. It is. I know. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, it's it's only Kentucky, but it is America. That's it right. Is- Bourbon has to be distilled in America. That's right. Yes. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. In 1964, Lyndon Johnson signed it into law. It's the national <laughs> spirit of the United States. Bourbon is. You- and you got La Caba in Mexico. You've yeah. got uh, the wine cellar in Italy. Uh, why is there not a bourbon bar in the U.S.? Exactly. My, not secret, but Tipsy Ducks in Love, the Joy of Tea Pavilion at China, outside Ooh. of China, oh. makes a drink called Tipsy Ducks in Love, which features, of course, bourbon. We like it, okay? But the amusing part to it is I had uh, – a lot of times I'll fall in with somebody during a race, especially a long race. And I fell in with a friend, Mary, 
at the marathon coming out of animal kingdom, about 17, 18 miles, whatever it was. And, uh, that was kind of fun. I started talking to this woman and we're about the same pace and we walked together for, you know, half a mile or so. And I told her what I was doing. I said, you want to do the rest of the race together? Why not? And she goes, yeah, let's do that. And I said, I'm Bob. She says, I know who you are. But <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> so we finished and I said, hey, for helping me out, I'm going to treat you to a tipsy ducks in love here. What they do is they make the drink. It's already made up and they pour it out of one of those spigots. The machines are going in the back. Mm -hmm. you know? And then they take the bourbon, they take Jim Beam and pour it on the top. I know this. <laughs> I know that what you need to do is take the straw and stir it up. Okay. <laughs> Mary does not know this. Oh, so oh no. I take one. I hand her one. Oh no. And she, did, oh, she did not like it. Mary <laughs> now knows this. <laughs> she knows it now. I, and I doubt that she's had another, but Aww. tipsy, tipsy ducks in love. Fact is it is pretty good. It's a, it's made we make them here at the house. We've got the recipe made with coffee, tea, chocolate syrup, a little bit of cream, and bourbon. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. We'll, have, we'll have to try that one. Because that, that sounds, good. yeah, that yeah. sounds like it's up my alley. And no, you can you make need. it at the house. You can find Tipsy Ducks and Log. You can find the recipe online. Good to know. All right. We can do a little taste testing at home. Exactly. For science. Mm -hmm. Of course, That's for right. science. That's right. Science. Allie, yes. what yes. you got for us? Yes. All right. Well, I will pause for gasps because I think that alcohol tastes gross. So that's okay. It's we, okay. We don't I, just we, do alcoholic yeah. beverages. We've had plenty I'm, of people I'm who go are with the, yeah. the Disney classic and go with the Dole Whip float, which oh. is just a Dole Whip ice cream. Yes, resting peacefully in a, a blissful, serene pineapple juice cup. And it's the best. I think like after a race, that's what I want to put in my body is pineapple juice and pineapple ice cream. So that's oh, what yes. I chose. Yes. That's yes. a great pick. I was going to ask you, mm -hmm. are you partial to the pineapple flavor? Because they've done some some Dole Whips with other flavors oh, in watermelon? recent years. Yeah. Watermelon. The lime? watermelon is good. I love the Hey Hey Cone, which is the raspberry and pineapple swirl like i feel like that combination to me is the tops um, and Allie loves it so much that when we <laughs> all went to typhoon lagoon after springtime surprise she had two of them in one afternoon and so that, that, that's not a stamp of approval i don't know what is yeah. i've never heard I, I of it had three but <laughs> you would have had three but what happened did you run out of time i just it got a bellyache to be ah, honest <laughs> but i love them so much and i just it comes that particular one comes with a little teeny hey hey I don't know what they call that rooster goobly on the top of his head, mm -hmm. but it comes with like a, a strip of like sour candy too. Oh, ooh. And two little like icing eyeballs. It's kind of awesome. So that's my favorite Dole Whip. But I like the Dole Whip float, especially refreshing mm -hmm. um, when you want a beverage. Nice. Can't go wrong. Nice. Uh, okay, we're gonna talk about some bling. Right, we should mm -hmm. got to we we should talk about your favorite bling from from any race. You guys know this one because I've seen you there. Space Coast is hard to beat. Largest <laughs> <Bling>. uh. <laughs> Space Coast medals are so big that I do not hang them on my rack. 
I put them on my bookshelf. <laughs> That's how big. And I love those. And that one that we got at the end of the Man in Space series of the shuttle, which mm-hmm. is would cover your face if you held it up in front of you. Great bling. Space Coast mm. gets my vote. Okay. Okay. You know those stands that they use to hold up commemorative plates? Do you like like that kind of thing? You could. Yes, absolutely. But at least the one of them, the Saturn V is big enough. It stands up on its own. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's got like a base at the bottom. If you put it around your neck, you won't leave it there more than five minutes. Uh, (laughs) These things are huge. It's like wearing all the bling from a run Disney weekend only in one. I got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, John, what bling is your favorite? We actually talked about this on the uh, podcast. I think it was maybe last week or the week yeah, before. Yeah, it wasn't long, yeah. Mm. It's the 20, 20, 2022 Marathon Weekend set, the rose gold colors, the 50th anniversary ones, mm. and the dopey medal. That was my first dopey. Mm. Oh. If the rose would, gold looks good. Yeah. It really does. And if it's your first huge accomplishment in a category, like doing all of the challenges, much like the dopey is just, I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Then I think it would have also sentimental value or yeah. the, the, an emotional connection to that bling. But Jack, what would you say? Uh, so... I would say I feel like you're always attached to your first ever battle you've ever had. And I would, I yeah, I would say the 2018 Disney Princess Half Marathon. It was a Snow White themed. It was oh. gold and red and sparkly. And it was just beautiful. And it was an anniversary year. And mm. I will never forget my first time ever running. And I feel like it just has that sentimental core memory. There we go. Like a core memory. There you go. An inside out reference. Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. I like it. Allie. I am also on the same train as John. I love those rose gold medals. And that was the first year that I did Dopey. Ooh. And I feel like it was the first year I did a marathon because I did the marathon the year before when they cut the race course short, mm-hmm. the Disney mm-hmm. marathon. So I didn't, I mean, mm-hmm. even though my watch said I did a marathon, it, it never really hit my heart. And so that felt a lot like a comeback and my my first attempt at of a marathon um, was completed. So I'm very, very partial to those. Greg? I, I'll join the train of <laughs> the, you know, the, the 2020 Rose Gold set. That year I did Goofy, so it was my first marathon, and mm-hmm. so very sentimental value. But I'll go with something run Disney adjacent, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the race series doesn't happen anymore. One of my favorite half marathons ever was the Hershey Half Marathon and in good old mm-hmm. Chocolate Town, USA. And they had some really gorgeous medals. And the year I ran, it was just like this really nice Hershey Kiss medal. I mean, it had all the texturing, you know, so it made it look like it was truly tinfoil. Oh, that's and cool. stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was so neat. But unfortunately, a couple of years after I did it, they just stopped doing the races. And every year I wish they they would come back. But they had some really awesome medals during that time. And this is not to be confused with the hot chocolate Correct. series. Yes. Right. It yeah. was just- I mean, then what was great about this race was that you got access to your uh, your registration included two tickets to Hershey Park itself. You could oh, go cool. to Chocolate World, and which is free for anybody. So each mm-hmm. time you ride the Chocolate World ride, 
you get a free piece of chocolate. <laughs> and then there was even multiple places on the race course, similar to like mile 23 or so of the Disney Marathon. They would just be passing out handful, handfuls of chocolate. You guys, your sweet treat during the race. It was, it was perfect. That sounds glorious. Yes, it does. <laughs> I would I, love that. Yes. All right. So we've talked a lot about races from the past. We want to know what's next for you guys real quick. Let us let our listeners know where you guys are going to be accomplishing, exploring and indulging next. John, let's start with you. Okay. So my next event up on the schedule for me is wine and dine weekend. Oh, nice. Very nice. Uh, that's, that's my, my next goal race. And then following that is marathon. So you're doing all the races at Wine and Dine, or? Yeah, why? Why not? Yeah, why not? You're Throw it in there. there. Just do it. Yeah, you're there, wine, right? Not. Wine. I got it. Wine. Yep. Wine. Yes. I yes. see what you're doing there. <laughs> or no, I can't. I just like Jack. Where are you going next? What are you doing next? Well, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I am doing all the races at Wine and Dine. Okay. I'm doing Goofy. I'm doing the Disney, all the races at Disneyland, and then Ooh. I am running the Rock and Roll Half Marathon with, we mentioned her earlier, but I'm running it with Taryn. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Allie? I am going to be doing the half at Wine and Dine, and I'm going to be doing Goofy at Marathon Weekend. And before that, I'll be doing Ghost Train in New Hampshire. I'm probably just going to be doing like the minimum amount that you can run i think that's like 15 miles um and just see where that's an ultra up to 100 oh, oh okay. yeah. but okay. i recently um had a lot of just like a bout of like crazy things happening in my life i like broke my hand i got food poisoning i got sick mm. i just missed a whole lot of training so i'm not gonna try for an ultra now but i am going to be there and i'll probably like pace some people because i know some people are going and Mm. try to do my best but i don't want to injure myself before any of these things no but that way. race is really cool they have some of the best race court course support that i've ever seen and i know we're uh, talking on a run eat drink podcast just talk about eating like they, they'll make you anything you want at any of those aid stations it's incredible wow. like the things that people were asking for they're just like can i have a grilled cheese and ham sandwich and <laughs> absolutely and they just make one up for you and they just had everything available we've heard incredible. that ultras are the way to go they are because Allie is right like you go to an aid station and sometimes it's oh my gosh yes <laughs> this is where my money went to the food yeah. and you're also like running it. through the night so it's like you'll get like breakfast and then you'll have like lunch <laughs> and then dinner ready and then you know at the end they'll have all sorts of different stuff for you to indulge in it's pretty awesome <sighs> makes it almost worth running a hundred miles <laughs> <laughs> almost almost greg where are you going next so I am actually the only host of Rise and Run that will not be at Wine and Dine. Um, what? But, but like I mentioned before, I have a Bird Hand Half Marathon coming up in a few short weeks here. Then I'm going to be doing the Rehoboth Beach Half Marathon as a, a catered training run for Marathon Weekend. And then for Marathon Weekend itself, I'm ratcheting things down this year. So I'm as we always like to say, just doing the 10K and the half marathon. And then hopefully as of Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning, I hopefully will be doing the springtime surprise challenge. Well, fingers crossed for you in the registration process. We know know that's a marathon in and of itself. Mm -hmm. It is. Bob. It is. 
been battling injuries for three years. Mm. Been doing a lot of walking. Uh, <laughs> start. I can only laugh because it's been so many things. Started really feeling my oats here a couple weeks ago. Did a nice little seven-mile walk-run event on a Saturday morning. Broke my toes Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so that was six weeks ago. I start training again. I have been training. I've been doing aqua jogging. If you want to do an aqua jogging episode, I can give you an hour on that. But let's move on. Uh, I should be able to start moving again next week. Okay. Coming up, because coming up, there's a series of runs in the St. Pete area. There are five of them. Earlier in the year, they said, hey, if you sign up for all five, we'll give you a 20% discount. How can you pass that up, right? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, it starts at Fort DeSoto in September, and I think it ends, I forget, it ends next spring sometime. There are five races in there. And they, the, the St. Pete runs really are pretty nice. I plan to do, I'll be at, I'll be at Space Coast again. South half. Will I see you there? At uh, Sp Space Coast. Yeah. When, we haven't registered. We've not registered. Okay. No. So it may be we're still having to, we're, out, yeah. we're still having to play things by ear with Amy's dad's recovery. So we're, uh -huh. we're in a holding pattern right now. Yeah. It would be, yeah, I understand. I absolutely understand. But it'd uh, be nice to see you if you're going to be there. I'll be at Jeff's race, of course, in March. Well, as far must. as Disney's concerned, my plan is to run every race every weekend this year. Wow. Um, Whoa. And Dopey occurs, it would be my fourth Dopey, Dopey occurs 10 days after I turn 70 years old. So I am very excited about that. Does that include Disneyland, Bob? Never, never. I have not been to Disneyland since 1976. So I won't be going, and I won't be going in January after... Okay. No, I'm okay. just doing the races at Disney World. Good, good question. I hope to go next year. Oh. I hope to go 20, 2025, actually. I that'd hope to be, get out there. I think that'd be neat. Yeah. And we couldn't get registered for, for Wine and Dine, but we mm -hmm. were able to get in for the Dumbo. That's yes. good. So I, I hope you have a great time. That's fantastic. So we got we'll a bunch see. of folks going out there, a bunch of friends. Jack's going to be there. Aw. Excellent. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, we we used to do the Star Wars races and the Avengers races out yeah. there. Love and them; they were oh. fantastic. So yeah. it's it's I a totally different feel. Avengers so bad. I know they mm. still owe us three, Jack. They still owe us three Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. mm, no kidding. I understand that Endgame is the end of it and whatever, but you still owe us three, <laughs> three stones, Infinity Stones. So get with it. Disneyland, run, run Disney. Let's go. We just want it. We want the book. We always say you're bling driven. I'm also is in this case. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have the time stone yet? Did that one go on a medal? Because I feel like maybe this is something that I don't. I don't <laughs> space? remember. Yes. I think there was space. I think there was power. The uh, yellow one. The reality. The, the no mindstone. Mindstone. Yeah. All yeah. right. Maybe they're just they're just making it so that your metal can then go back in time or something. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But if they would have done all that series, we would have been there for every everyone. Single one. Everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Yeah. We want to thank you, all of you, for talking with us on the show. It's and for being such great supporters. I was just in your Facebook group the other day and 
somebody asked, I need to refresh my podcast running list. What do you have? And and we were on that list, and I am very humbled oh, yeah. that we very are. Kind. Yeah. And we absolutely love your show. Run Disney gave us the running bug at Wine and Dine. Oh. So back when it was a nighttime race before and our a podcast, even. And, and a uh, relay. Yeah. So it's going back so, a few years. Uh, so we just love it. And we just say thank you to those of you who joined us tonight, to those in your crew that could not join us tonight as well. We love the show. We love all of you. And we hope to accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge along with us. We'll talk to you next time.